0: لَقَصَمَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ فِي سِتَّةِ أَيَّامٍ ثُمَّ مِنْ كُلَّهَا وَأَسْجَدَ لَهُ بِاللَّهِ وعلا. ثم الصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليماً كثيرا وعلى من سلك طريقه إلى يوم القيامة أما بعد الله واحسن عليه وسلم الامور محدثاتها فان في my dear brothers and sisters in Islam i greet you all with, with the greeting of salam a greeting of the people of Al Jannah. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It's no longer news that the blessed month of Ramadan is fast approaching, and in some weeks, inshallah, we should be in the month of Ramadan. May Allah make us witness the month of Ramadan. meet us in the best of conditions. Though the virus which has been ravaging almost every country of the world, we pray Allah SWT heals the world. He heals us and may Allah SWT pardon us and forgive our shortcomings. But this is the time to return to Allah's and we pray to our Lord that he lifts that he lifts this uh, affliction from us because Allah said regarding that in the Quran that if Allah afflicts you with a punishment is no one to lift the punishments from you except Allah himself subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the one who is capable of all things and many he intends to do something Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Kun Be, and that thing becomes and no one to question Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when will question everyone because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Wala amma yaf'al wa hum yis'alun. no one can question him. But he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, will question everyone and they will answer on the day of Qiyamah. That shows the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that no one is as great as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, and no one can be or can decide a matter except Allah wills it happens. So it is for us to as Muslims to pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that elite from us this abundance. And that Ramadan meets us in the best of conditions, and even if this affliction or this sad uh, affliction is still around by the time Ramadan comes in, then we pray to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala makes it easy for us and lifts from us every evil and makes us from those we who will. Past this Ramadan in good health in Iman and he accepts from us and counts it in our in the in our scale of righteous deeds. This month of Ramadan is a great month that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has talk, has said regarding it. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Shahur Ramadan I would shaitan. <tries> in the the Allah says regarding the month of Ramadan, first he describes the month. He said, Shaqhru Ramadan, that this month of Ramadan, a lady is the month in which the Quran was revealed. So Allah went forward to describe the Quran. It says Hudan that's this Quran was revealed as a guide to mankind and a clear proof from guidance and the criterion that is to differentiate between good and evil. Allah said that whoever witnesses this month of Ramadan then he should fast at the month of Ramadan. And that whoever is sick or is a traveler, then he should pay back in other days. And that Allah subhanahu wa wants for us ease. He doesn't want for us difficulty. And that you complete the prescribed period of Ramadan, that is the prescribed period, the, the prescribed period of fasting. And to glorify. And to glorify Allah for He has guided us. And perhaps you might you may be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this Allah subhanahu wa Ta-A'la in summary he told us about the month of Ramadan, about the Quran, the purpose of the why he, told, why he asked us to fast, and those who are exempted from fasting in that month of Ramadan due to some hardship. And he told us that because of that, Allah does not desire for us hardship. What he wants for us is ease. So if it's something hard, Allah does not want it for us. That's why the prophet sallam, said, this day is useful. that This Islam is easy. But Amir al- Amirul muminin Ali ibn Abi, uh, ibn Abi Talib Muhammad, who he said that this religion of Islam is easy based on the text of the Quran and the Sunnah. That is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says So it is easy based upon that Quran and the Sunnah of his Prophet Muhammad and not upon the intellects of men that I feel or I think or you know we don't we don't apply sentiments in religious um, judgments if it is what Allah says then that's what Allah says and if it is not what Allah says then that's not what he says so we drop it so we don't use our sentiments or our emotions in Islam to judge Islamic matters, Allah says, pray. We say, ah, but you know, I, I cannot pray in this condition. You know, I'm walking. You no, know, Allah has told us that I have created Jinn and the mankind for no other reason than they should worship me. So I've created them for no other reason except to worship. To worship Allah. subhanahu so, that is the primary purpose of our creation. And there is no excuse we can give not to observe salah. So, the prophet now said, do you know you that?" But well, the thing is, easy. what if the person is sick? Then, the Prophet said, he can pray while he's sitting. Then, what if he's able to sit there, he should lie down and pray? Then, what if he said, even an imam al-albani, rahimahullah, he said that he can even use his eyes to pray? Because the companions of Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi wa who were at the battlefield, they were not exempted from praying. Allah subhanahu wa taala revealed to the Prophet sallallahu that he should observe Salatul khawf. The part of them will pray, but some of them will take God. And after those pray finish, those who are taking God will come and pray, and those who are praying will take God. The Prophet ordered his companions and the battlefield to pray even as they were fighting. So they do not miss the, the time of Salah. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, inna salata mu'minina kitaba mawkuta. That's the Salah you're talking about. is obligatory upon the Muslim. Kitaban. Yes, that's obligatory upon them, and has made it compulsory upon them. Kitaban, it is compulsory, mawkutan, and it has its prescribed time. So each Salah has its prescribed time. So Allah is talking about. So you don't say, I'm in my office, I can't leave the office, I can't pray. So, because that is not an excuse. Even those who are in the battlefield fighting for the religion of Allah Taala, Allah ordered them to pray. It's until we understand and know the greatness of Allah Taala, that we can fully follow His instructions. Because we only feel uh, Allah we we have made money greater than Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala. That's why Allah says regarding this kind of people in the Quran, He said, wa min- wa min That's al- I'm from the people and from people, we have those that will take some things other than Allah as God. They take them as their deity. <laughs> and they love these things like they love Allah. Allah is not saying they love it that they love Allah. Like they love Allah. Yeah, they made their love for that thing similar to the love they have for Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la. and those things that they love and for the people of Iman they love Allah more so the people of Iman are those who love Allah more than any other thing, they love Allah than themselves they love Allah than their family they love Allah than money they love Allah everything in this world that's this people who have wronged themselves that is those who had this law they they had law for some other things like they had love for allah If they see the punishment on that day, then they will know that power belongs to Allah alone. May Allah not make us one of them. And may Allah make his love grow more in our hearts and the love of his prophet grow more in our hearts. Because by only that, will we succeed in this dunya and the year after. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us that has made this religion easy for us and no achieve in the religion. The Prophet ﷺ said, you make things easier for people, to tu'asiru, and don't make things hard for them. But shiru, give them glad tidings, wala fear, Don't drive them away from the religion. So this religion of Islam is a religion of ease. Allah SWT has made things easy for us. That's what Allah SWT says. The scholars of Islam said regarding that verse that this verse means Allah has made us the ummah in the middle course. We tread the middle path. We are not to the far right or the far left. We stay in the middle, not too hot, not too cold, not too hard, not too soft. One of our sheikh when he was explaining this this ayah, he said that you look at the Jews. When their women experience their menstrual period, they segregate those women from every other person. They don't eat eat with them. They don't go close to them. They don't do anything with them. Anything at all. And he said. Looking at the Christians, we see that they don't mind, they do everything with their women, but said the Muslims, from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, made us in the middle. We do not push them away totally. And we, the, the only thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited for us is to have sexual relations with our women during that period. And this is from the ease of Islam. Allah subhanahu wa taala has made these things easy for us. But shaitan is the one that will make us see, that will make us feel all these things that Allah subhanahu wa taala has made easy he still had. There is still hard. That's Allah subhanahu wa taala says to shaitan, he said, Fala tabi'u khatwat al shaitan, Innahu hu laka mardu mubin." That's don't follow the false of shaitan. Innahu hu laka mardu mubin is indeed to you a clear enemy. Everybody hates shaitan. The shaitan has his way of luring man into disobeying Allah subhanahu wa taala. So Allah wa ta'ala says, "Innu lakum badu ummubi. Inna ma ya'murukum bi-su'i wal-fahshai wa antoqulu 'alal lahi ma la ta'alamu." He says, "Shaitan, Inna ma ya'murukum bi-su'i, order you to do bad things, wal-fahshai and immorality." And he will order you to say about Allah things that you do not know. So, one of the greatest sins on the sight of Allah is to speak regarding Allah without knowledge. That is, saying things about Allah that we do not know. So, Islam is not based on assumptions, Islam does not need theories to prove the truth in Islam. We as Muslims we say Mirana We hear yeah, our belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and whatever is the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has told us about him and what he has told us in the Quran. Very simple. We do not question about that. That okay we do not put it on our intellect because our brain is very limited and what it can comprehend is limited just like our sights, what we can see is very limited. We can't see far and our ears. It can hear a certain frequency. Our nose, it can perceive from a distance and other than that, it will not perceive anything. Our voice can be loud to a certain extent. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made man. So it is not for us to debate his commandments or to give him conditions before we can worship him or before we can follow his order. Because Allah says in the Quran that the know the, the, what they say is what? For the Jews, they will say that we will hurt or we will disobey. I know. So it's a great cry for the Muslim. To hear something or to know something and still disobey Allah. But the Christians, they do not even know. So Allah says, that's why we say in the that uh, that those who are Allah's anger is upon at the Jews because they know and do not act by their knowledge. While or lean, those who are misguided, just the Christians, they do not know what they think they know. So they were acting based on ignorance. So Islam is a religion of knowledge. As the Yoruba would say, they say in adini, Adini, no, that this religion is based on knowledge, that we do not use our intellects. So, see, that is just the basis of a follow what the Prophet has told us and what Allah has said in the Quran. So this month of Ramadan is as approached as come to us and we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his infinite message that he makes this month meet us in good condition. Physically, spiritually, financially, emotionally, everythingly it meets us everything of the goodly it meets us in good condition so inshallah in this the few minutes well just take us through what we can or how we prepare for the month of ramadan how would the decessors the, censors, the uh, people of the past the muslims of the past how to prepare for ramadan Sahaba of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, those that came after them and those that came after them. So, how they prepared for Ramadan? They prepared for Ramadan as a dear month to them. In the month of Ramadan, they abandoned all of their worldly activities. They abandoned their worldly activities and focused on their relation with their Lord yeah it might be hard for us this time around because they say the world is a global village so and not everyone is a Muslim so in some parts where they are not Muslims in the Muslim world should lock down and not focus on and leave the worldly benefits yeah it will be on, like it will be on the wrong side of the for the Muslims so that's what Allah says. he has not made this religion hard for us he did not make it upon them to so leave all their worldly duties or all their worldly um, dealings instead for Ramadan. But they, out of the love they had for Allah, they let this worldly dealings for the sake of Allah, just to focus on their Lord. So in cases like this, yeah, the Muslim will continue to do is to go about his day his daily dealings and still focus more on his Lord than he used to be before the month of Ramadan. If it was someone who forgot his Lord, then you should increase in remembering his Lord in the month of Ramadan. Because the Prophet salallahu sallam, says, that the best of sadaqah you can give is sadaqah in the month of Ramadan. The best of fast is the fast. That is why the Prophet says the best of fast after the month of Ramadan is in the month of Muharram, Shahru al-Muharram. That is the month of Allah al-Muharram. So after Ramadan, the best of month is a fast is the, is the fast in the month of Muharram. So the Salaf used to abandon their worldly. Activities for the sake of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. al Imam Al-Shafi'i Muhammad Ibn Idris, he said, or it was said about him that in the month of Ramadan he, he abandons all his classes, he stops all his classes. Let me put it that way: he stops all his classes and focuses more on ibadah. So he focuses more. He focused more on reciting the Quran because the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said. That's tazbihah, that Tasbihah, It is saying SubhanAllah, SubhanAllah, SubhanAllah in the month of Ramadan is better than saying it in any other month other than Ramadan. SubhanAllah, 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 wa SubhanAllah, SubhanAllah, al adni is part of Tasbihah. Because the Prophet Sallallahu sallam, said Kalimatan, there are two words the beloved to Allah Subh'anaHu wa Ta'ala, who is our rahman they are very, they are very light are on the tongue and they are heavy in the scale So they are heavy on the scale so we'll towards the Prophet Wasallam, said Subhanallah Subhanallah al-Azim. That these two words are Subhanallah wa bihamdi. The the two words are Subhanallah wa bihamdihi, and what Subhanallah al-Azim. So this in the month of Ramadan is far, far better than every than in every other month other than Ramadan. From the bar or from the benefits or from the mercies of Allah in the month of Ramadan is that He gave us a, 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 a night better than a thousand years, better, better than a thousand months. I mean, the the night of Qadr, Laylatul Qadr, the night of Majesty. Allah says that night is better than a thousand months. Any dua made in that night is accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And every some people that night become the people of paradise, and some people that night become the people of Alpha. Uh, some people that night as the become people of paradise when they pray to Allah. That night, some people, their destiny or their qadar, Change that night. It could be someone who Allah has written that will be poor, and praise that night. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will change it that night if he wills. So it is in that night. Whatever meets that night is like they say is. of evil praise to Allah, Allah will accept it in the night of Qadda. Laylat al So, that is from the benefits or from the bounties of Allah in the month of Ramadan. And from that, I see that Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said regarding the month of Ramadan, that that month, the shayateen, the evil ones, will be chained outside the Some people might come and say, ah, which Like, which shayateen are they tying down? We as Muslims, we say, we hear and we believe. We do not question Allah. Because Allah says, no one asks him regarding what, what he does. But he will be questioned. So from the preparation of a Muslim in the month of Ramadan is that it prepares in two ways. It prepares physically and it prepares spiritually. It prepares physically in the sense that his physical well-being. He takes care of it. He's not sick. He goes for a checkup. But now you know it's hard to get to so for to get a medical checkup. So it's so he focuses more. If he has any form of sick, say, um, sickness or even his headache, he should take care of it before Ramadan comes. He should make sure he's in good condition physically, even emotionally. He should increase in his, you know, he uh, you know, should get foodstuff. Yeah, he gets foodstuff to prepare for Ramadan. He gets, he uh, prepares for Ramadan a bit well. He gets stuff. He stocks the house he checks his neighbor if he has neighbors who are not well to do financially or are financially buoyant he can out of what Allah has blessed him with give to them and you know in this trying time the time of coronavirus it's some people those who are work on daily basis who are uh, not well who are not financially stable for now due to the lockdown. As Muslims if we feel we have not even excess, even the little we have we can give out of that. So those were the all we need. Then by that Allah Subh'anaHu wa ta'ala will bless us too because Allah Subh'anaHu wa ta'ala said we don't spend in the sake of Allah except Allah gives you either multiplied by 10 or more than. So we spend in the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Expecting reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and not expecting those people to say thank you to us or expect them to do something in, in return for us. We only expect our reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we prepare ourselves spiritually for the month of Ramadan by increasing in our recital of the Quran. We increase more, we recite the Quran this time around more and more and more. We increase in our nawafil, in our Salah or salawat, like we uh, we make do more of actions so but now is not time to fast anymore. Since Ramadan, since Shaaban is into two so we do not fast more anymore than just prepare for Ramadan. We should eat well now, but not eat too much because against the rule of Islam to so eat too much. So we eat moderately. And we begin to oh, we become consistent with our qiyamu laylu, wake up in the middle of the night, pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because at that time, the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes down to the lowest heaven and he asks that who wants me to forgive him? Let me forgive. Who wants to seek forgiveness? Let me forgive him. Who wants me to give him something? Let me give it to him. Who wants who wants to ask me? Let's let me give. So at that time, he say Allah descends to the last to the last um, to the lowest heaven without a description. We don't know how it descends, but we know it descends. That is from, from the belief of the mu'min in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we become more conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees us and is capable of doing all things, then we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to lift the affliction from the whole world and make us about Muslims and make us from the people of Jannah InshaAllah in the next podcast will discuss something regarding our, our religion Assalamualaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh